Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, everybody. First on the agenda, free talk. Couple of ground rules. No shop talk. Also, no religion or politics. Too divisive. Also, don't tell a story about someone we don't all know. It makes people feel excluded. Other than that, sky's the limit. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Ah! I used to think flagellants was something to laugh about. Truth is, 300 million Americans a day expel gas through their anus. To learn more about flagellants, you can visit my ass. I'm here with Goose the Cat. Goose, what was it like working alongside the talented and lovely Brie Larson? It was perfect. That is what champions are made of. Whoa, whoa, ho, ho, whoa. You're a little excited. And now, 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q, and it's Rodney and the Rocks. Still honking out hits. Our feature presentation. We've never honked out hits. No, oh, no. I don't know. I feel like we should honk. We should we look into should it at least. At least, yeah, yeah, make an effort to He's honk. He's honking out hits before we even started. Yeah. And we've never gotten to that point. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a consultant, like a honking consultant that could walk us through it. Honking the hits? Yeah, because you can't just all of a sudden honk the hits. You've right. gotta you've gotta build up to a honk. Yeah, and I don't know what steps to take. Yeah, we gotta we gotta look into it. Morning everybody. It is a brand new Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. It's Wednesday morning, the twelfth of February. Hi. I uh hi. hi. I was talking to my daughter last night and she heard us talking about the Wiggles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was telling uh, Jensen, who's saying he's never going to do that, I was saying, careful with you're never going to, because yeah. when your kid wants to, you do it. you'll do anything. And I didn't remember specifically if I had been to the Wiggles or not, mm-hmm. but it turns out I have been to the Wiggles. You've been to a show? <laughs> I've been to a oh, show. Oh, nice. And according to my daughter, I was standing up and dancing. I oh. don't doubt it. They've got At the Wiggles. Hits. Bops. Yeah. This was me. Hot potato, 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 Give him time. Okay. Wait for it. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Allie, are you a Wiggles groupie? She's doing the moves. I think she's a Wiggles groupie. I love the Wiggles. Apparently, I was doing that same dance there. Yeah, you were? Um, And I was. uh, that was a fascinating thing to find out. Because I think feel like maybe I had blocked it out. Do all their songs sound like a sock hop? Yeah. Got it. I mean, they're all, yeah, they're all for, for kids. What's next? Ah, Is that ah, woo? It's a party. It's a party. Bridge. I like those slow voice guys. Mashed banana, mashed banana. Mashed banana. I mean, they're Australian. You're saying mashed banana. They're Australian. Mashed banana, mashed banana. 
I think you're going to be doing that. Jensen. No, I'm not. I think I know you say that, but no. I said that. My kid's going to be like, "More Mac Miller, please." No, your kid's going to oh. be like, "Yo, gabba gabba, me dad." You're going to be like, <laughs> "No problem." I've also been to one of their shows. What are you what? doing? Yo, gabba gabba. A bunch of friends and I got um, drunk. Drunk. And went okay, that's Staples. the key. And but they're a blast. They have uh, Biz Marquee. Biz Marquee. DJ Lance. So fun. Sure. Yeah. I uh, all right. You're gonna Jensen. I'm not gonna be great. Give into it. I'm not gonna be great. You don't have to be great at. You're just gonna want to see your kid happy, and that's it. Is Barney still a thing? I don't think so. I think he's extinct. He's he's gone. (laughs) I'm not a real dinosaur. I think he's still a thing. Okay, good. Uh, we go back, back to hot potato. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. a it's a jam, though, right? I mean, it is a jam. I love that your daughter was like, not only did you let me experience it, Dad, mm-hmm. but you did the moves and sang along at a mm-hmm. concert. Yeah, that happened. I imagine. I also that. took video, but it was video of them. I was like, oh, oh yeah, well, nice. if I could find myself at a Wiggles concert, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine Allie like uh, like moshing at the Wiggles or at at yoga. Allie, Gabby. did you steal kids and take them with you? No, we had no, no kids, which made it even weirder um, at Yo Gabba Gabba. But to the point where a friend at Staples was like, really, just just you guys? Just, just Did they hide six... you someplace? In the... No, we had fourth row, six wow. adults. We were partying. Hmm. I've got video of it. A friend, oh, DJ oh. Newmark, was with me, mm-hmm. who you know, Jensen. But at You have one video point... that we could oh, see? I, absolutely. That you will show us? Absolutely. Okay. But the video is the best because my friend, Zach, who goes by Z-Trip, he's another mm-hmm. DJ, mm-hmm. just... Digging it, having the time of his life. And then I pan over at Newmark, who's just sitting, looking miserable. <laughs> and I scream at him in this video. And he's like, oh, fine. It is fun times with Yo Gabba Gabba, you guys. Mm. Don't mm me. When I show you the video, you're going to be like, why wasn't I there? My kid's going to be into very adult things. He's uh. going to be like, do you want to play backgammon? And he'll be like, four. So your kid's going to be a nerd. <laughs> he's going to be dweeby. I'm, I'm setting him up to be a real goon. Uh, well, luckily, you're yeah. not the only parent. I mean, I, let's see. She loves silence as well. She loves just sitting in the house. That's what, I mean, that's going to be his, his, his pastime is going to be silence. It's not, though. It might. What if Adler turns out to be, like, the biggest rock star? Like, can't wait to get out and just experience mm. everything. And then Jensen and Danielle have to leave the house to yeah. support him mm-hmm. and things. And mm. they're like, mm, could you go on at 8? And he's like, no, I'm a big rock star. I'm going on at 1 a.m. Yeah. We'll build a stage in the house for us and the pets. It's, uh, he's not. Adler, listen, Adler at the end of the us. day, Adler's going to win win this. Oh, right. It's for not. Sure. There's no question. For sure, he's not. Gonna Jensen's going to be doing everything that we're describing. Yeah, and he's not. And he's going to be happy to do yeah. it. He's going to be into chilling. Let's see the cold spaghetti. He's dance. Be into chilling, chilling. Cold spaghetti, cold, cold spaghetti. spaghetti. Okay, we can yeah. do it in the house. It doesn't mean we have to go to the concert. Oh, it's such a uh, different feeling. You're going to go to the concert. Yeah, when you of see whoever that... the Wiggles are when he gets old enough. You right. see that blue wiggle. He'll probably be replaced five times by then. But, yeah. <laughs> but for now, Anthony, you know. Ellie knows more about the wiggles than it's I do. Terrifying. It's a little scary. It's, it's terrifying. a little scary. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin in the Morning Show, shall we? Winking my butthole. Oh. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, the Fast Food Report Valentine's Edition. Oh, yeah. It's very romantic. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be life coaches. This is a service that we offer. Is it? Yes. Do we want that? Yes. Okay. Because we have great wisdom. Yes. And with great wisdom comes great responsibility. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be life coaches today. So we're imparting that wisdom mm-hmm. to callers yes. that have issues. Yes. Oh, gosh. 
you mean, oh gosh, this All is right. really, this is an extra bonus. We're not even charging for it. Okay. Uh, get up on this, because mm-hmm. it's Wednesday. You cried in front of a stranger. Aww. And also Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, hey. which is in its 40th season. And are that's you, not a joke. I was going to say, are you doing a joke? I'm not doing a joke. Okay. Because 40th she, season. That seems like a joke. It does, I know. Because after the first season... Beat and I said, okay, that's it. That right. show's done. Yeah, you After guys the first have season. a great track record we really of calling shows. <laughs> we did Dancing with the Stars. We said it wouldn't even go the full season, right. the first season. Right. Turns out we were a little wrong on that. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Probst will be here with the 40th season of Survivor. Wow. Too that's, many. That's coming up later on this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. K-Rock. Allie, first look at what's happening. Kevin... I follow Richard Blade on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Richard Blade said a couple days ago, listen, on Tuesday, there's going to be a huge announcement at 12 noon. Right. Trust me, it's going to be something you'll talk to your friends about. You're going to want to listen. I'm going to post something about it. Just tune in. And I was like, ooh. Richard Blade. Right. What is he talking about? Is Oasis getting back together? It like does my mind. A lot of connections in the musical. A ton of connections. Yeah. Is he gonna um bring Depeche Mode into the Hall of Fame? Will he be the one? And then he said in the tweet, he's like, This has nothing to do with Depeche Mode in the Hall of Fame, so stop your guessing. Hmm. And I was like, Why is he talking right to me? Was the announcement gonna be the entire plot and story of his book in one sitting? Listen, I wasn't here for that interview, right. um, and I feel like it would have gone much different had Listen, I been here. It saved us from reading the book. It, <sighs> it was a bit of a spoiler alert. He came in here to promote a book, uh-huh. told us the whole book. Okay. Having said that, we love him. And the oh, book sounded so good. By the way, love the book him. sounded so good. I'm all, I'm going to go on a limb and say that he did it really well. Yeah. Listen, great story. You guys not knowing how to conduct an interview, <laughs> right? Is no, that's not what it was on him. No, agreed. <laughs> Here's what he announced yesterday: the Cruel World Festival, a one day festival, brand new, set to take place May second at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Which was a weird way for me to find out that StubHub has been renamed. Mm-hmm. Did yes, you know that? Um, yes, but it's been, but it doesn't say the grounds at. That sounds like it's outside the stadium. I don't know. Huh. The grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Yeah, because that's where the Galaxy play, yeah. You knew that their yes. name was Dignity Health yes. Sports Park? Yes. All right. Well, it's now for like I a know. year. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, tell us who's on the bill. I don't want to know. Well, I think no, that's important. come on. That's okay. the whole story. Here's who's on the bill. And if you listen to K-Rock at any point in your life, these were some of your favorite bands. You've got Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Psychedelic Furs, Echo and the Bunnymen, Violent Femmes, The Church, English Beat, P.I.L., Gary Newman, Gene Loves, Jezebel, what? Berlin, Bad Manners, Missing Persons. She wants revenge for a little new flavor for you. (gasps) This sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. This is this is like my dream K-Rock festival right there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February 14th. What a great it's Valentine's awesome. Day gift at noon. Um, and a pre-sale is going to start tomorrow at noon Pacific. You can register for a pre-sale code on the festival's website. This is huge. I and haven't yeah, I haven't seen a show get that kind of attention oh, no. locally online ever. No. And of course it's Golden Voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, behind, you know, Coachella, Stagecoach, all the festivals you want to go to, but this is 
incredible. And of course, everyone starts saying, oh, what's going to happen when Morrissey drops out? Oh, I don't know. It gets better. Like, it's a better festival. <laughs> we'll be able to eat beef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring the beef back in. Mm-hmm. Have fun! Oh, I mean, this is going to be a blast, It sounds guys. great. And May 2nd, so it's not going to be super hot. Mm-hmm. I'm already thinking, because, I mean, these bands, you wear a lot of black yeah, sure. and a lot of goth kids sure. in there, so... You don't want to be hot, sweating off your pale makeup. Right. <gasps> you guys, honestly. That's exciting. That sounds cool. That I posted about this on my Instagram. I have friends that were like, I'm flying out. I'm coming. <laughs> I am I will be there, which was cute because I think they were also saying they'll stay with me. Which they They're not. so staying with you. That is so not going to happen. Guys, a lot of rumors with The Bachelor. None of us watch it, but wouldn't this be a coup? He is down to four women. The dude's name is Peter Weber. Rumors are flying about who he'll choose because a lot of people are saying, um, pretty sure he's in a relationship with a producer from the series named Julie LaPlaca. People pointed out that his father, the Bachelor's father, Posted a photo from New Year's Eve of LaPlaca out to dinner with the family in New York City. Then she's been tagged in photos wearing Seahawks attire, which is his favorite football team. <gasps> Doesn't she, as a, as a producer, know she can't yeah, I'm sure have that happen? There's a lot of uh, rules against that. Yeah. I think. But. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen. I just hope he finds love. Oh, my gosh. I hope she's there for all the right reasons other than her job. I hope she's not there to make friends. Um, When she, like, when he announces who he picks, do you think he says, oh, it's a producer, and she, like, walks out from behind the camera? Like, do you think it's all involved in the show? It might be. How could it not be? I don't think they could. I don't think. Well. They're not hiding it now is what she's saying. The network's senior vice president of alternative series spoke to Entertainment Tonight and said, well, I hate to get in the way of a good rumor, so I'm not going to confirm or deny about whether he ends up with the producer. He ends up with the producer. Weird. I mean, this is all very odd. Hmm. Am I going to have to watch The Bachelor? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I've tried a honest. couple times and it's uh, it's rough. It's yeah. yeah. And then they have like four nights in a row and it's like 17 hours each. It's a lot. Yeah. Seems like a lot. You guys. It's one of those shows that replays something mm-hmm. from the commercial break before for eight minutes. No. You know that thing where yes. it's like a full recap of what's happened recap. in the first 10 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Every time. So the whole show itself is only about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it takes about two hours to get through. That is the worst. Mm-hmm. You guys. Cruel World Fest. I'm yeah, so that sounds pretty great. That. I'm really excited. I'm also excited about um, how I now know what Jensen's doing this weekend. And I'll have that story oh, coming up. All right. Tease. I don't even think he knows. Okay. Good times, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Josh Brolin, Arsenio Hall, Christina Ricci, and Mike Posner. And that's what's happening. This is Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. So let's talk about the fast food report, Jensen. Is this a special one, a very special episode? Oh, yes. This is the very special Valentine's Day fast food report. The fast food report is going to make you hot. It's going to touch you and tickle you in the right spot. The fast food report. Fast food. You can eat it. Eat it. Or beat it. Beat it. The fast food report is on the air now. So come on, get hungry. It's time to talk chow. The fast food report. Oh, yeah. Rub it all over your body. Oh, 
like saying beat it now. It just uh, feels different. <laughs> I mean, it's the Valentine's Day fast food report, and I don't know when this started, but Valentine's Day has weirdly become a fast food-focused holiday. Okay. And, and uh, some couples are eyeing the fanciest and hardest to get, you know, reservations. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But based on the way that these franchise restaurants prep for February 14th, you have to think that business really picks up for drive through romance. <laughs> really? Oh, I mean, no. for real. No, I'm telling you, there are very little holidays that have this much of a response in the QSR uh, industry. Valentine's Day, almost across the board, everyone has something. I love it when you say QSR, QSR. like anyone knows what that means. It's quick service restaurants. Okay. Uh, many spots have special dates or preset menu items for lovebirds stopping by. Okay. But we're going to focus on places that have created something new, something special for those dining in the glow of love. All right. All right. So it's the czar of QSR, the catch-all of cholesterol, the fast food fat daddy, El Champion, and Joaquin Phoenix's worst nightmare. So let's get this moving. <laughs> let's start at Boston Market, where they are not only taking this Friday very serious, they're changing the game with something they're calling the Bay by Back Ribs Bouquet. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> That's right. Bay by spelled B-A-E or millennial speak for before anyone else, which sure. is a term of endearment for your one and only. Sure. Now, this alternative to flowers or chocolates or any other basic bitch gifts, but it's offered only on Valentine's Day. They are limited edition. Okay. Only available while supplies last. Mm-hmm. It is one dozen baby back ribs assembled in a classic bouquet style, just like flowers, yep. with paper wrapping at the bottom. We have posted a photo of it right now at Kevin Mornings on Twitter and Instagram. It looks like a total mess of barbecue sauce, especially on a date. You, like, hand it to a lady like flowers. Yes. But inside are a dozen baby back ribs. Mm. It, wow. It costs you twenty nine ninety nine, and every kiss from that point will taste like charcoal. But I do have to ask you one thing. <laughs> With all of this in mind, mm-hmm. the Bay Buy Back Ribs Bouquet, let them bloom. This sounds rad. Or let my wife run off with my dad. Eat it or beat it. Let's start with mugs. All I got to say, Jensen, <laughs> once I find a Boston market anywhere around this <laughs> land of ours. Not easy. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Yes. Eat it. Oh, uh, no, we have a sexy eat it? Allie? I hated the eat it, but mm-hmm. I need to hear it again. Eat it. So yeah. you, if a man was trying to woo you mm-hmm. and brought you this baby back ribs bouquet... I'd be like, honestly, yeah. let me just eat a few of these, mm-hmm. and then I'll thank you. Sounds good. Mm. Uh, Kevin? I'm the same. I will eat that. Eat it. Very good. In celebration of Valentine's 2020, we move on to Bojangles, a Cajun fast food uh, franchise, mostly focused in the Northeast, but ready to aim for the middle of your heart. Only through this Sunday can you purchase <clears throat> heart-shaped bowberry biscuits. They are made from scratch and baked into heart-shaped buttermilk biscuits with blueberry bits stuffed inside mm. and a drizzle of sweet vanilla icing on top. Mm. Now, they run a little over a dollar each, which is a steal and a way to be very cheap with your love interest. So these are heart-shaped. Keep that in mind. That's mm. also very Valentine's-based. So sure. I ask you lovebirds this. Heart-shaped bowberry biscuits from Bojangles. Give me that sweetness shaped like a heart or bend over in my face and let off a fart. Eat it or beat it. Go to Alley. Good lord. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that they're called bowberries mm-hmm. delights me. Bo- I'm going to eat it. Bojangles. Eat it. Uh, all right, Mugs. I'd like to call that girl Bojangles and eat that. Eat it. That's a Ying Yang Twins lyric. All right, fair. Everyone knows Good that. Good <laughs> <laughs> Speaking directly to the audience. Kevin? Uh, whatever's the opposite of the fart in the face. <laughs> I think it's eat it, yeah. All right, be- oh, you wanted it. You wanted yeah, it. Yeah. All right, you got to take that back. Uh, all right, so let's move on to a place uh, that means a whole lot to us. It's time for a little... Chick-fil-A? 
they might not want you to dine uh, with your same-sex partner, but they're still prepping for Friday with a focus on the packaging. Running only through February 29th, you can stop by any participating Chick-fil-A to pick up a 30-count of their nuggets, a 10-count of their chicken minis, or a 6-count of their chocolate chunk cookies. But the real headliner here, you get them in a heart-shaped box. Oh, it's much like you'd see with chocolates on this special day, but when you open up the heart, instead of various flavored treats, you get... Chicken! Honestly, it's just a silver tin. No bells or whistles here at all. But with Chick-fil-A, they barely ever do something outside of their norm, so it's worth talking about and cut them some slack. So in case you're looking for a way to utilize this gift, Chick-fil-A on their website suggests this. Okay? Quote-unquote. There's nothing wrong with snuggling up with your sweetheart in a cozy bed, especially if you both also get to enjoy your favorite Chick-fil-A breakfast item. Give them a surprise with a heart-shaped container filled with chicken minis for a memory that will last forever. Is that a memory that will last forever? That's pretty romantic, right? No. It's creepy as hell. So with this in mind, we come to the question. Put all the chicken in a heart willingly or watch a marathon and my feet are killing me. Eat it or beat it. I'm looking at you, Allie. Honestly, (laughs) I still have never had Mm Chick-fil-A. And I'm going to continue that streak. Beat it. Mugs. Despite their recent past <clears throat> controversy, I love me some Chick-fil-A. And I'm going to snuggle up by myself with the heart-shaped oh, box. Yeah. Really rub sad. it all over my oh, body oh, and then on. pour that's it just, down my gullet. That's oh, what a homophobic thing to say. Kevin, <laughs> uh, eat, it, uh, eat it or beat it. I rub- don't want to eat it in my bed. Do I have to eat it in my no, bed? No, it's no. not necessary. No, it's not on the website. You okay, eat then it you do. Bed. Okay, yeah. then no. I'm going to beat it. Beat it. All right. When you think date night, you think Red Lobster. That's just common knowledge. Sure. And now our friends at RL are doing something about it. They're also focusing on the packaging. So feel the love by ordering uh, half a dozen of the infamous Cheddar Bay biscuits from RedLobster.com. All right. And spend an additional $1, and it's delivered to your sweetheart's door in a heart-shaped limited edition box. Oh, my god! And what does each box say, Kevin? It says, you're my lobster. That's a nod to the television oh, show Friends, Friends and a popular line said by Phoebe, mm. a cast member who will soon reunite in what is for sure going to be a disappointing television event. Now, we've went over the catchphrase and the seafood. It's time you catch on and see my food. Let's go to Red Lobster with no apologies or enroll me for classes of Scientology. Eat it or beat it. Let's go to Kev Dog. Eat it. 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 Where did you find that drop? I don't know. <laughs> eat. Uh, all right, Allie. Um, I am going to eat so much of that. Eat. That would be a nice romantic thing to show up at your door with just these better uh, biscuits. These Absolutely. cheddar bay biscuits. biscuits are great. They're beautiful. Uh, mugs? I have never had these cheddar oh. bay biscuits. Mugs. So uh, any lovely ladies out there that want to send me this to my door, I will eat it. Eat it. But someone has to send it to you. Yeah, you I don't can't wanna, leave your right. house. No. Yeah, yeah. and you, okay. you get, you'll, it's another extra dollar. So keep that in mind. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. Lastly, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day without donuts, or at least that's a saying that Krispy Kreme hopes catches on because they have made twenty-four different donuts for the holiday. May I introduce you to the Conversation Heart Donuts? Each of these heart-shaped donuts are topped with different edible messages, like the traditional sweetheart candies, which we all know, including the words "crazy for you," "I L Y S M," "Be mine," "Bay," uh, "I heart you," "Pick me," or "XOXO." And they have four different classic fillings to choose from: cake batter, strawberries and cream, mm. original cream, and mm. chocolate cream filled. Mm. While the limited edition donuts are available individually, participating locations are offering the fan favorites as part of a special Valentine's dozen. 
of which it comes in a limited edition box. See, all of these places. Oh, boxes. It's I know. the box. It's always yeah. the box. So after hearing what's about. What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, after hearing about this labor of love, the Krispy Kreme conversation heart donut, uh, I have a question for mm-hmm. you all. Words on my pastries, that sounds boss, or knife me and douse my cuts in hot sauce, eat it or beat it, Mugs, you tell me. Words on my pastries, that sounds boss. All right. <laughs> Allie? I think that sounds delightful, yes. Eat I would it. order multiples of that, yes. All 24? Mm-hmm. Collect all 24? Yep. Guys, I've given you enough information yeah, here. You if you don't take your woman to a fast food restaurant <laughs> on Valentine's Day, it's up. To, it's on you. You don't care. And by woman, you mean hand? Uh, no, mugs. Oh, mugs. Mugs. That's the fast food report. Oh, <laughs> the fast food report. Fast food. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen on K Rock, LANOC's alternative rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jensen, explain what Get Up On This is. Uh, Every week I come to you and I bring you something that I think you should be up on, whether it's an app or a movie or a TV show or a song. I had this podcast for 10 years Mm -hmm. where I have a a good track record Mm -hmm. as to getting you into things early. So I'm very excited this week to have another one. This is Get Up On This. Every single week we have on Dr. Drew, we've thrown numerous physical ailments at him. We've talked about a man who had a hose stuck up his butt for three weeks. Mm. We've talked about what to do during flu season. These Correct. are things we, we bother him about. Our guest just left. Okay. <laughs> needs to stay. But for years, we had joked about Drew's obsession with the Los Angeles homeless problem and what he had predicted was going to happen. And now... We see with our very own eyes, Dr. Drew was right. Something I don't mm-hmm. love saying out loud. Uh, we won't pre- say it to him. No. no. Uh, he's basically told us every seven days, even when we don't ask, that we're facing an epidemic, right? The chance of a possible genocide of a, a total amount of people. And now anyone driving in the streets could see in any city these tent situations under bridges on, on any suburban street. This it seems to have squared itself. Like, it's it's crazy. It to, is insane. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to find out what we can do, what regular people, everyday people, can do to help this problem, because we can just keep staring at it and, and, and almost saying, like, derogatory things towards our neighborhoods becoming homeless shelters. But we can help, and that was what I needed to know. Okay. So I'm very excited this week, because we're doing something that's a first forget up on this. We're lucky to have a guest on, which is always a nice treat. But this week, I'm not only getting you up on the G that is Nithya Raman, but that she is in turn going to get us up on things that we can do and uh, lend a helping hand to this All problem right. that's only going to get worse, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, Nithya, welcome. 
Thank you for having me. Uh, before, I wanted to get the smart stuff out of the way. She is a Harvard and MIT trained urban planner. Same. Same. We, we shouldn't even know her. She shouldn't uh, even be allowed in right, the studio. You're right. She <laughs> should burn when she walks in, yeah. just from our pure stupidity. She is itching, uh, yes. which is weird. And, yeah. uh, for the few the last few years and most recently, she's really dedicated her life to what is happening in our streets. So what brought, to you, uh, brought you to this specific dilemma in L.A.? Well, I actually worked, I worked at City Hall briefly in 2014, mm -hmm. and back then the number of people who were experiencing homelessness in the city of Los Angeles mm -hmm. was like 23,000 people. Uh, now there's close to 37,000, so the wow. number has gone, grown just a staggering amount yeah. in just a few years. Um, but when I was there, I was looking at how the city was responding to homelessness then, and it actually felt different in Los Angeles then. A lot of the people who were homeless were concentrated in just a few areas, mostly in Skid Row, somewhere in Hollywood, somewhere off the beaches. But since then, it's grown absolutely everywhere. They're everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. But what I saw when I was working at City Hall was that, and to me, 23,000 is a huge yeah, number. That is a huge yeah. number. It's yeah. a huge number. Richest country in the world, second largest city. I mean, it's, it's a huge number. And so what I saw at City Hall was that, um, you know, the city wasn't necessarily working across departments to make sure we were ending homelessness. To, they weren't talking to each other um, to make sure that we were ending homelessness. A lot of the money that was being spent at that time to respond to homelessness was being spent not on programs and services and housing that could get people off of the streets permanently, but on putting people in on enforcement and policing and putting homeless individuals in jail, which is not... Because we're overcrowded anyway. So we're overcrowded, yeah. and yeah, putting someone in jail is not a home. No. Like it doesn't fix the essential problem, which is that they're homeless. And in fact, once you leave jail, it's often much, much harder to get into a house. Right. Um, and so I was, I was worried about what, you know how we were responding to this issue in LA. And I left, and then I left City Hall after I wrote that report. Uh, and I watched as the problem grew across the city because we have had such an incredible increase, I think, in housing prices over the last decade. Mm -hmm. um, and the problem has grown across across L.A., so you know, really. in layman's terms, if, if someone is just listening right now and has been driving around Los Angeles or their cities, like you said, we used to see it at Skid Row. It was always kind of like a, a, a weird kind of zombie feeling around there. But that's moved into the Woodland Hills. That's moved into Silver Lake. And w why? To me, the real the real explanatory variable is housing prices. So what I see, I do a lot of homeless outreach in my neighborhood. And what I see when I talk to people who are experiencing homelessness is that a lot of them are people who are struggling with all kinds of things. They may be struggling with domestic violence. They may be struggling with uh, drug addiction. They may be struggling with mental illness, whatever they're struggling with. 10 years ago, that's a person that could stay in their house. You know, they were paying lower rents. Mm -hmm. A landlord would forgive them if they had a personal crisis that made them miss a rent. Now people are one check away. One check away. And and because our vacancy rates are so low, there's almost no vacancy. And because there's such an upside to getting someone out and having a new tenant come in, people who are at the most vulnerable end of the spectrum are falling into homelessness at rates that are incredibly high in Los Angeles. And fast, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, so much of that is really due to this. This So so I think what we need to be doing is, is, is you know, it's not just an affordable housing crisis. I think there's so many other issues that are, that people who are homeless are dealing with when mm -hmm. they're on the streets. But if you ask me why the numbers have gone up so much, I would say that is the biggest explanatory variable. What could we do? Yeah, what, what can you get us up First on of doing? All, let me ask you a question. Should we give money when we see somebody? 
Uh, I think that's that's your, been... that's your call. Okay. I think you should do as you you feel on that. I don't have a strong opinion either way. Okay. Yeah. But, what, a, what... but a lot of people I know, by the way, um, in L.A., they carry things in their car that they can give out, which are also really useful. Oh, that's like, good. For that's example, a good idea. Okay, yeah. Thing? So um, a friend of mine carries socks and uh, beanies mm-hmm. in the winter. Women's um, products and yeah, men, uh, you know, yeah, personal hygiene products yeah. for women. Um, little snack bars. Man, I'm not, to be honest, it, this is going to sound very stupid. I have never thought of that. Yeah, I've never really Same. thought of the idea of being Same. like, oh, socks are so. I mean, you could get Target socks for oh, a cup packs, of dollars. Yeah. yeah, packs for dollars. You would just be able to hand them out. It feels better than just repeatedly giving money over and over again. I, I feel like you would be that would be a, a smart move. Yeah, I think yeah. it feels really good, and people always want a clean pair of socks. Yeah. They always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a really good thing to have in your car if you, you know, if you're constantly approached at a particular intersection or something like that. And what? And you've worked in more grassroots areas like yes. that as well before in the past, correct? Things well, that people could maybe do if they yes. wanted to uh, address this problem in a more direct way. Yeah. So when I was at home, uh, you know, I was on. I, I was. T- I have four-year-old twins, so I was at home taking oh, care wow. of them when they were little. Um, and you're I'm lucky kn- to be alive. You can say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody who has twins. Kevin has twins as well. You're yeah. lucky to be alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first couple of years, yeah. I get just total black hole. I don't mm-hmm. remember. <laughs> um, when I was at home, I noticed that there was a lot more people in my neighborhood, which is Silver Lake, um, who were living in places where there never had been people living before. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few of us in the neighborhood and in surrounding neighborhoods noticed that. And so we decided that we wanted to do something. And so what we did was we got together and we started just walking from encampment to encampment and giving out water bottles and uh, breakfast bars, whatever we had. Uh, hard-boiled eggs, bananas, and just getting to know people by name and seeing what the obstacles they were facing in terms of actually getting out of homelessness. I have to be honest, I've never done that. And it's something that's so never easy to do in a way. But I think that there's a stigma behind walking up to them. Yeah, and I think that we we did it in a very organized way. So we actually got someone to come in and do a training for us mm-hmm. from another group um, who was experienced in homeless outreach. And we did it in a way... so. I have somewhat of a strong opinion about this. There's a lot of programs where you can go out and feed people one day or give out burritos in the neighborhood or, you know, make them at home and give them out. What I'd love to encourage people to do who are in L.A. who feel who feel a lot of empathy empathy and compassion. They want to do something. And I know so many people out there want that. Mm -hmm. I would love for people to connect with programs that are actually trying to get people who are experiencing homelessness connected to services on a regular basis. Because the biggest thing that I see across the city and the thing that we learned when we were doing our outreach is that a lot of people, once they're homeless, they find it really hard to get the services and get the outreach and get the case management that they need to actually get off of the streets. Sure. And in most parts of the city, there isn't that regular outreach. There isn't that regular case management that's going out. There's some, but it's not as regular as it so needs to be. So who do we send people to? Give me some names of... So uh, the homeless coalition that I helped to found is called SELA, mm-hmm. and it uh, serves a big region of the city, stretching from Los Feliz all the way down to Cypress Park. There's a place in North Hollywood that does a drop-in center, which is really exciting. Um, it's called the NoHo Home Alliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can go there. Um, there's amazing nonprofits in in the beaches that you can look up, um, St. Joseph Center and other places that are doing amazing programs. But I would encourage people to connect to programs that are creating systems through which people can actually repeatedly make contacts with case managers and actually 
move through the process. Actually make progress. Yeah, actually make progress. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and I think going out and the way we design SELA locally, we've actually gotten hundreds of volunteers to come through the program. You Mm -hmm. know, so many residents in the area. And it is a transformative experience for a lot of people because, like you said, a lot of people have fear to go talk to people. You know, they are afraid to go and approach them. Or they might just feel shy, like they don't want to disturb somebody who's out there, even but, if they uh, want. But also, there's a real awkward. I don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, there's a feel- real difficult. Like, hey, what's going on with you? Right. I guess that'd probably be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I also like bringing something like socks. Do you, would you yeah. want socks? You know, I yeah. feel like that's kind of an icebreaker in, in, a, in a way. And it's just like you know, rather than trying to kick them off the street, there is a different approach to do it and i think that's why nithya was so important to come in today so if people want to learn more about that organization is there a website for sila yes uh, sila nhc.org and how's it spelled s-e-l-a-h-n-h-c great and also you can follow nithya on uh, social media you i see you contact with people all the time that have questions about these things it is n-i-t-h-y-a-v-a-r-a-m-a-n nithya v raman r-a-m-a-n and again, I just wanted people to hear that there are ways that you can help on a grassroots level just from your house. That's fantastic. In your area. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for having get me. Get up on Nithya. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs> get up, get on up. On this. 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 Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's alternative rock. Q. Look, we provide services that we don't like to brag about mm-hmm. yeah. because we're humble. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we, we are. We might be the most humble people on the planet. But we are heroes and saviors. Correct. Right. Yes. We, do, we are life coaches as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't know that. Correct. We are certified life coaches. Wherever you get your certification, we went there and got certified. <laughs> wherever, that does, wherever that happens, we did it. Uh-huh. But if you have a, a problem, then you can call us and we will give you some great life advice. Yes. I don't, Do you I don't hear that beep? It's a weird, like, high-pitched noise. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. This is fun. Huh. Figured okay. it out This on is air. exactly <laughs> what Marconi expected when he came over the radio. He's like, there will be a ringing. Everyone will stop. Everyone will talk about it. Figure out how to fix it. Yep. And it won't be fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's bring in listener Rachel. Okay. Good morning, Rachel. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for writing hey. us. Uh, thanks for recognizing oh, yeah. our wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Mostly yeah. Of course. <laughs> and our ability to help as life coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I go to you guys for. Right, exactly. Know? Obviously. Uh, can we, what is it that we can help you? Like, what What are you looking for before you even tell us your problem? Like, what is what is, what is it you need from us? I mean, besides guidance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, uh, I don't know, just an unbiased opinion, somebody outside of the situation uh, of all right. what we you are, guys may do. God, we are definitely that. We can do that. All right, yeah. let's get into it. <laughs> so what's the question? Yeah, so my brother's getting married in July, and um, his the maid of honor told him that instead of a speech at the wedding, she's planning on doing a rap. Oh! Yes. Oh, oh, God. Oh, yes! No. Oh, no. What do you mean, yeah. no? This is the best thing ever. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yes! Oh, no. Right. She's going to wrap. Your guys' mixed opinions is, like, exactly my internal thought process. Okay. Of, like, that's incredible, but oh, no. So the Kevin side of you says, yes, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. The Jensen side of you yeah. says, oh, no. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And my brother was immediately like, oh, no, because she's, I don't know, we're super white. We're from Michigan. Right. She's, like, like, country music, that's. I'm, I'm counting on it being bad. Yeah, I guess it is. It is <laughs> exactly. important to get out of the way. The friend is not Missy Elliott. 
Yeah. Oh my God! Is the friend Missy Elliott? What no. if the friend was Missy Elliott? No. No. Okay, it's not Missy. That would be so cool. Okay, right. that's important to address. So, have, you, have you ever heard her rap before? No, I've actually never even met her before. Okay. Mm. I mean, what um, if she listen, listen to Rachel? What if she wows the crowd, and then the DJ's like, honestly, let's just do some songs. <laughs> The, what if she kills? It's like Wedding 8 Mile. Yes. <laughs> when, uh, it's in yeah. Michigan. Yeah, no, it is in Michigan. <laughs> right. Okay. We so, also have Kid Rock, so I don't know. Right. Oh, oh, true. 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 <laughs> so what is, so tell me what the predicament is now. You're trying yeah. to wonder to say no, try to jump in the middle of this. But wait, your brother knows. Yeah. Your brother knows it. Yeah, so he told, he immediately was like, oh, no. And he told his friends. Um, and they were all like, dude, you have to say something to Oh, to his bride. new wife. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, why are all these people so, so bad? Why spoil such a beautiful surprise? <laughs> right. So <laughs> that we, we are like torn between if this should just, we should just like let this happen and let it be super cringy and everybody just be like, okay. Or if we should give her a heads up about it. I don't think you give her a heads up because this is her. It's obviously her best friend. Correct. It's the maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Right. She's not going to do anything mm-hmm. that will embarrass her to the point where it ruins the wedding. Oh, that's yes, not necessarily true. It might be. It might be a little cringy, but that's her best friend up there. So you're saying worked she... on something probably really hard and wants it to be fun. So you're saying the maid of honor yeah. knows the bride well enough yes. to know that this that would okay. go Absolutely. over. I guarantee you, it's starting with my name is Susie, and I'm here to say. I, I hope. I hope so. I guarantee it. Probably. Do you know her first name? Brandy. 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 Oh, my even better. Is, my name is Brandy, and I'm here to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. So I the question is, do you tell the bride? Out. You let it play out. Okay. Mm. We can do that. Well, I, I think Jensen, Jensen disagrees. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This is the most important day of her life. Mm-hmm. This is something that you plan for so long. You want it to go perfect. Mm-hmm. And for someone to be like, my name is Brandy. I'm the new Nicki Minaj. In the middle of your wedding ceremony. No, it's at the reception. It's the speech when everyone's so bored. And has been drinking. Is there, yes. Do we know if she's bringing out like a boom box and pressing play? Like, is it a whole I, bit? I have no idea. Kid and what play I'm here. thinking I might do is sort of like suss out at the bachelorette party, see if I can get like a preview. Right. Why don't you come spit a, spit a quick 16 for me? Right. Right. Let's have right. a cipher. Uh, okay. I am I am under, I'm going to say, and I know that you're looking for one united answer, but I'm not sure that these life coaches give it to you. I'm going to say yeah. you might want to say something. So it comes down to Kevin mm. to give you the final word as Rachel. How often yep. does something happen that you'll remember the rest of your life? Amen. Amen, Kevin. Right? That is you a just, great point. You just mm-hmm. want the wedding to go on and just be a random wedding and it's just generic and no one remembers it? Yeah. Let Brandy live. Let Brandy rap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, then I guess you, you've heard our answer. Okay, yeah, I'll tell my family. I'll Excellent. let everyone know. And, and also yeah. call, call, uh, record it somehow. Oh, please. If you could. Oh, Can you please record it? Record we'll it on video and then send it to us. I mean, yeah. why don't we uh, go yeah. live from the wedding in July? <laughs> Let's do this. A remote. <laughs> All right, we have yes, spoken. I'll do what I can. All right, fantastic. Yes, thank you very much. Thank life, you, life coaches. That's life us. coaches, yeah. right. Yeah, sure. It's Kevin in the morning on K-Rock. Kevin in the morning. Kevin. The world famous K-Rock. I don't know why I thought that the Google commercials would go away after the Super Bowl, but for some reason I did. I thought for sure it was just a one-time thing. Right. Because Super Bowl commercials that get a lot of attention, they don't just keep running. Mm -hmm. Right. Most of the time. I was surprised that during the Oscars, they ran the Google commercial again. Yeah. And during some, some sports games, too. Yes. 
<sighs> this commercial sort of bums you out. Yeah. Hey, Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> Remember, Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops. Show me photos from our anniversary. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. Natalie, stop crying. Play our favorite movie. Remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Come on, boy. And dog and yeah, yeah. You memory. guys, he's Lor- losing his memory. He just Listen. wants to remember all the wonderful things about Loretta. Loretta never existed. She never existed. Well, that this was just- see. That's Kevin's theory: yeah. is that this woman never existed. It was yeah. just a figment of his imagination. I was in a Korean barbecue place watching the Super Bowl, crying. Yeah, tears actually rolling down my face. Kevin is the one making a joke out of it. But then that got me thinking: <laughs> oh, that would be funny because what if it pulled out and Loretta was on the ground and there was like a blunt force to the head with blood oh, coming out of the back? You're of all from hell. Because well, we're just saying what if we don't ex- know. There's only one explanation, and that's that Loretta is him. What, what, like Fight what? Club? Yeah. He's Loretta, Loretta is guys. him. He dresses as Loretta? Yes, he and P- his family's like, stop dressing as Loretta, Gramps. It's weird. <laughs> so this is his way. Hadn't thought of that yet. Of, yeah, he's Loretta. I also had another one where yeah. he's doing this. Loretta slowly tiptoes up. Yeah. Uh, you, he doesn't hear her. To hug him? No. Yeah, she snap, sure. snaps his neck like Van Damme style. <laughs> From just behind. Just quick turn, just, and then he's dead. And then she I mean, sneaks all, out. All great theories. These are good theories, but I... I, I'm happy to report to you guys that Google has a new commercial that does give you the whole story. Oh, yeah. Wow. Great. We don't have to guess anymore. No. All right. Hey, Google, show me pictures of me and Loretta. Oh, I love those pictures. Google, remember that Loretta and I loved going to the drive in. Remember that Loretta thought OJ Simpson was innocent. Oh. Are you sure she thought that? Yes, I am. Please remember it. Okay. Show me photos of Loretta and I hiding that Malaysian plane. (laughs) Oh, we had so much fun that day. Did you kill all those people? Google, play our song. Oh, yes, our good friend R. Kelly. We spent many a night at his house with imprisoned teens. This seems problematic. And remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Dad, we're about to have dinner. What are you doing? Oh, I'm having Google remember things for me about Loretta. Who's Loretta? Mom and I are waiting for you in the kitchen. Oh, I wish I would have left her for Loretta. (laughs) She was way hotter. It's my biggest regret, Google. (laughs) Remember that. Come on, Dad. (laughs) I mean, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. That is Awful. I mean, for you, for him, him, he has regrets that he's thinking back on. Right? He hit the Malaysian plane. Well, that's all detail. He was in R. Kelly's house. Again, these are are specifics. Loretta thinks OJ is innocent. Let the man live. Let her die. Unbelievable. She's dead? Well, yeah. I mean, listen, it's just the backstories we haven't worked out. Okay. But I'm just saying, let the man miss Loretta. All right. Okay. All right. 
Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen and LANOC's Alternative Rock. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So when you talk, you can hear it over the song. <laughs> I'm what on the- orange, guys. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. I it's feel happened like, a couple times. Yes, but I feel like this we week, are potting the mics up We're sooner than we ever have. It was five seconds left in the song. Honestly, five seconds for you. I like to let a song play out. <laughs> <laughs> she likes hearing the final note. Yes. Like at the end when they're like, good job, Dexter. And he's like, hey, thanks, Noodles. Like they have a conversation at the end of that Everyone song. Everyone knows that. Okay. This radio person is the whole problem. She really is. That's correct. All right. Allie, what's happening? I'm on the orange mic. Okay, good. I need mm-hmm. y'all to know that. Thanks for telling us that during the song. Guys, there's something huge happening. Okay. It's a new one-day festival called Cruel World, set to take place May 2nd at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. You might know that as StubHub Center. It's changed. A lot of people didn't know that. It changed a year ago. So what's wrong with you? Why don't you know that it's Dignity Health Sports Park? <laughs> well, a lot of people may not go there, but Galaxy fans know that because that's where the Galaxy play. Yeah. I immediately, when I saw that Cruel, Cruel World Fest existed, I Googled Dignity Health Sports Park <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's happening in Carson. The lineup boasts quite the array of new wave, goth, post-punk, bands like Morrissey. Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Echo and the Bunnymen, the Psychedelic Furs, Violent Femmes, PIL, the Church English Beat. She wants revenge. <gasps> Weezer. No. She loves Jezebel, Berlin, Missing Persons. Are you kidding me with this lineup, it does you sound guys? Great. May 2nd, again, happening. Room 5. No. These are great vintage K Rock bands, wonderful bands, as well as She Wants Revenge. That's a, a little like new for you, which John I John Bon Jovi. Again, I just read Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, those bands. Jackson mm. Brown. Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February 14th at noon. There is a pre sale that will start February 13th at noon as well. Fans can register for a pre sale code via the festival's website, which is cruelworldfest.com. This is the most exciting thing I have heard in a long time, you guys. Sounds mm-hmm. like a great show. And I feel like maybe the the group putting it on, they know some things about putting on a festival. Um, it's Golden Voice, mm. which is behind Coachella, Stagecoach, um, every show I've ever wanted to go to. So congrats to you guys. <laughs> Looks like you got another success in your hands. <laughs> Gosh, I can't wait for this. 
I cannot wait. I posted about this, and my phone blew up from friends that moved away from L.A. and were mm-hmm. like, I'll fly back in for that weekend. I'm like, cool. People think I'm going to get them tickets and let them stay at my house. Oh, by the way, you're going to pick them up from the airport, too. Oh, yeah. this yeah. just in. Mm-hmm. None of that is happening. Mm. On a bike. What? On a bike. Like a little bicycle. Like, you got to pick them up. And they're going to be on your uh, pegs on the back. Where's their luggage going to go? They hold it. Hold it. On their head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, you don't need luggage for this show. Just show up with your sadness. And eyeliner. You need baggage. That's what you need. (laughs) Not luggage. (laughs) You say that. But there's really only a couple real gothy bands. I mean, English Beat. You're never sad during English Beat. No, but I mean... The Psychedelic Furs, never sad. Morrissey's not like delight. You know what I mean? Again, Morrissey won't be there. (laughs) Um, Morrissey is uh, one of the headliners, but don't let that sway you from going. Mm -hmm. Because the rest of the bands are... I mean, this is a killer lineup. This sounds amazing. Killer, you guys. I recently saw the Psychedelic Verse. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing. And you know my feelings about Echo and the Bunnymen. Sure. This is like my this is like my pretty and pink dream. They said, "Let's make a music festival for Ali." And they did. Again. That is a man playing a PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. He will not be there. Damn. Thank God. I don't know that he won't be there. He, can I mean, buy a he ticket. could be in the audience. And You're right. He could buy a ticket and he could play along. Knock, nope. Knock. Who's there? Morrissey. Morrissey who? There's no one there when you look. Like, you think he's okay. there and then you open the door and he's not there. Because he cancels a lot. It's hard to tell that joke. Is... It's hard to tell that joke. I'm honest. But but I, but I you get the point. But you did it. I get it. I yeah. get it. You swung for the fences. Thank like, you. Gotta I, give you credit for that. Thank you. Again, May 2nd mm-hmm. is when it's all going down. Cruel world. There's nothing cool about this life. <laughs> I love everything about it, you guys. What does it mean the grounds of Dignity Health Park? Because there are soccer fields around it. There's a tennis court there. I think that More this than is one not stage? just going to be a show. This is going to be like a festival, like food trucks, everything. Face painters, Maybe more than people, one, one stage, maybe? Like, oh, a clown that's like, let me guess your age. Like that type of thing. Maybe more than one stage? Listen, I don't know any of this <laughs> information. At least not listening to a word I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just coming up with my favorite things in yeah. a festival. A clown that's like, I know how much you weigh. Which, by the way, will you guys please catch up on um, Sunday night? Curb? Curb. I'm like two behind. Okay, I'm, I'm catch, up. catch up. Catch yeah. up. Oh, People mistaking Jeff Garland for Harvey Weinstein it's is a very funny thing. one of the funny funniest runner, yeah. things. Absolutely. It's very but good. Him using a Make America Great hat to repel people is also funny. Amazing. Know, yes. And then Amazing. actually entering the political conversation when Donald Trump retweeted a clip from it. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a crazy show. Yep. Good season. It's good times, you guys. Timothy Oliphant is uh, back this past Sunday. So oh. enjoy that, All right. guys. I Je- think he's a pussy. No, he's mm. wonderful. He's one of my favorite actors. Jesse Smollett, not one of my favorite actors, was indicted yesterday in Chicago more than a year after the actor allegedly staged a hate crime attack against himself. Cancelled. The six-count indictment brought by Special Prosecutor Dan Webb stems from the alleged January 2019 hoax attack. It charges him with making four separate false reports to the Chicago police. So here's, here's why this is kind of weird timing. This guy, Dan Webb, the Special Prosecutor, is apparently up for um, re-election. Mm-hmm. So people are wondering why right now they're doing this. It does seem like odd timing. It does seem like odd timing, but also it shouldn't go away. He should be held accountable Agreed. for something. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. It's all very odd. We need to be able to trust people who come forward and say something has happened. Absolutely. We need to be able to trust them. This yeah. guy's ruining, He's ruining that. it for them. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right.
So they're setting the record straight, guys. The Academy revealed their reason for failing to feature the likes of Luke Perry, Cameron Boyce, a bunch of other people. Sid Hood. <laughs> Didn't not, bring him, uh, him out. Not Richie Valens. Uh, in the In Memoriam segment on their Oscars on February 9th. I, so I see this being tweeted yesterday, setting the record straight. So I read it, and I was like, oh, I must have missed where they set the record straight. Then I'd look at another article that said the Academy is setting the record straight. I'd read their announcement, and I thought, okay, no, this either? is their announcement. This is not setting the record straight. Hmm. Would you like to hear what they said? Yes. Quote, the Academy receives hundreds of requests to include loved ones and industry colleagues in the Oscars In Memoriam segment. An executive committee representing every branch considers the list and makes selections for the telecast based on limited available time. All the submissions are included on Oscar.com and will remain on the site throughout the year. What? Why not just put out, we're setting the record straight, we didn't put them in, didn't have time, didn't think it was necessary. They're saying, in effect, they didn't need to. That's exactly what That's I got bogus. from That's bogus. Yeah. Really gross, right? Huh. Great garbage. Yeah. It's awful. Stephen A. Smith hates it. And when he hates something, I have a hard time hating it as well. But <laughs> for this, I do hate it. Do Bad. hate it, guys. Some birthdays for you. Josh Brolin, Arsenio Hall. Christine Ricci and Mike Posner. And that's what's happening. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. Carol QFM. Jensen, how do we get into the topic of you cried in front of a stranger? Well, you know, with all this Loretta talk, yeah. I had admitted during the Super Bowl that at uh, Ace Gogi in West Hills, I was sitting there watching the Super Bowl, eating some great Korean barbecue, and said, What's this? Watched the commercial, mm-hmm. started reading the closed captions, couldn't even hear the sound. Oh, really? Just by reading the commercial, tears started to roll down my eyes. I was crying in public. I was in a room of 50 people, and that pretty much happened to all of us. Uh, even and then you. the joke started. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we had talked about uh, sort of being in public and crying and what situations we've been in. Mm-hmm. And recently, I admitted to you, mm-hmm. both of you, mm-hmm. my co-hosts, my peers, mm-hmm. that... Uh, he didn't say friends. He didn't. Nope. Notice that. Peers. Again, peers, coworkers. I, uh, w- once in my life, about 12 years ago, was diagnosed with brain tumors. Mm-hmm. They uh, at, seemed very scary. They were on my midbrain, right in the middle. Of course they're scary. They, what are you talking about? Seem scary. They could not open up my head and remove them, which they would have done if they were in other spots. Mm-hmm. And so over the next 10 years, I would get uh, MRIs and CAT scans and stuff, and they would check to see if they grew or multiplied at any point. Mm-hmm. Good news, they haven't. All right, good. Still get checked about twice a year, but they seem to be dead uh, tumors. Uh, things that could have been even from my juvenile, from, from my young years. Congenital. Congenital. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal, but they still have to watch them. But when I found out yeah. that they they found these lesions, these white marks on my midbrain, uh, I didn't sleep for about six days. It yeah. was... T- What's that now? I what is it? What's the lesion thing? No, it's what he's no, talking about. No, it's the same about. thing. Oh, same, same thing. thing. Okay. <laughs> Kevin thought I gave myself another disease. Yeah, I was like, and what then the hell? When they found lesions. And then they found lesions. Oh my god. Kevin starts crying. Yeah. So <laughs> I I remember finding out and then having to do errands. 
because I had to do some things. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had to drop off something at this box store that I also use as sort of a post office. Mm-hmm. Drop off mail. And uh, it's actually your post, like your box it's, place yeah, too, right? My, my favorite place. I love the people that work there and now I love them even more. On Beverly. What are we talking about? Who has a favorite box store? I do too. It's very handy. Yeah, it's very <laughs> handy. So I, so I had walked in and this old couple, they're just so sweet. They, they asked me how I'm doing and they've seen me every day for a while and they said, mm-hmm. how are you doing? And I go, not well. And they go, why? And I go, they, they, and I tell them the story. They mm-hmm. found these. And I just start bawling, just crying. Cause I had how really, old? Oh, how old am I? Mm-hmm. At that point. About 12 years ago. So I'm in my late twenties. Oh, okay. And I'm just crying. And this, this woman and this man, married couple mm-hmm. walk over Said, to me. Get out. No, no. They mm-hmm. held me. What? In the middle of the store. They both hugged me. Right. Circled around me. And then for maybe a couple of years in a row, they would say, how's everything going with your head? And then I'd get to give them up. To- no, yeah. Kevin. What? Kevin, they were very sweet. Hot, no, though. they were very sweet. Were they hot? No, Are they, they hot? They were very sweet and kind. They held me. I cried. And since then, we've had a connection that was close uh, ever since. They always ask me how I'm doing. And we have that. But I did, it did get us asking how many times have you cried in public in a place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in front of strangers. Yes. I, We're going to take your calls at 1-800-520-1067. You cried in front of a complete stranger. Or, or in just public in front of yeah, people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You guys have met me. Mm-hmm. Right. You cry I, a lot. I cry. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am very sensitive about other people's um, sadness and needs, and I, I feel a lot of empathy towards people. However, there are certain songs that I hear... If it's at a grocery store, if it's at a JCPenney, oh, I don't care. I am balling. This happened um, at a gas station. You Brick know House? No. The song no. Brick House? Okay. Close. No, they play the music at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Everyone can hear it as they're filling up. Right. No one else was bawling to Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years. Like, <laughs> I, was, I mean, bawling. And this guy looked over. He was at the next little gas pump next to me, and he's like, are you going to be all right? And I was like, oh, my God, his dad. He just wishes he was alive to tell him. This is insane. Did the guy immediately get in his car and drive away? He uh, he made a mad dash. Mm-hmm. He was out of there. But, yeah, I, I mean, I was bawling at a gas station filling up my car. <laughs> I mean, that sounds it's sad. Insane. It's, it's insane. insane. It does sound sad. This 89 is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> when it says you need to do this kind of unleaded, do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but there are times, I guess, in public, like me, you leave a doctor's yeah. office, yeah. you hear bad news, and then you're just, you're talking to the box lady. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> I mean, she has a name, and she's like your second mom, and I feel like this is sad. <laughs> All right, let's take a phone call right now, and then we're going to take your at one 800 Let's start with Helen in Garden Grove. Good morning, Helen. How are you? We are good. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. So mine was just recently uh, with the Kobe Bryant passing. Yeah. Uh, mostly all week I was pretty ice cold about it. I'm like, how insensitive am I? Like, I haven't even cried yet. Um, Hold on. So you felt bad about the fact that it wasn't affecting you more? Yes, that I hadn't broken down yet. Right. Um, So that Friday night, we go out to dinner, sitting at the bar, watching the memorial, and with my cocktail, I'm boo-hoo. And this lady next to me just comes and rubs my back. She's like, it's just unbelievable. And I said, look at me. I'm like, it's just hitting me. (laughs) But with a total stranger, I'm like crying. She goes, it's okay, honey. And I'm like, it's so horrible. (laughs) Yeah. If you're in an L.A. bar that week, I, I just turn the TVs off. 
Because it's like yeah, that yeah. was all that was being covered. Yeah, it gets to so, be too much. And I, we even, yeah. like, I wasn't even a Kobe fan, and I was sitting there crying watching the coverage. I had to stop going through Instagram for a while just because there were so many posts from so many people about Kobe. Yeah. But I'm glad that you your heart grew two sizes bigger that day. <laughs> yeah. Helen. Good job, Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. 1-800-520-1067. We will take your calls next. KROQFM. It's Kevin in the morning. The world famous K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We are talking about you cried in front of a total stranger. Mike is on the line from Riverside. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, everyone. How are you? We are good. Thank you. You cried in front of a stranger. Yes. A little context. I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, but they broke up before I was born. Anyway, I saw them down. I saw Robert Plant, excuse me, down in Caboo in San Diego a couple years back, Mm -hmm. and the emotion got to me right after the show was over. So, I just let it out, and a couple uh, people came up to me saying, hey, oh, my gosh, you all right? My wife, my loving wife, a few feet away, oh, don't mind him. He's being a big baby, being a big pansy. He's going to be fine. (laughs) And that broke the tension after a minute, but I'm like, seriously? Really? This doesn't give you street cred. (laughs) (laughs) Your wife is mocking you. That's hilarious. Absolutely mocking me. Mike, I say let it out. If you feel emotion about seeing Robert Plant, you cry all you want, Mike. That was macho. Do it. (laughs) Do it, Mike. Thank you for the call. We were talking about you cried in front of a total stranger. Uh, Gretchen is on the line from Reseda. Good morning, Gretchen. (laughs) Good morning. How are you guys? We are great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually walking through the playground of the school I want right now. Oh, okay. Um. So I'm a kid's librarian. I work at a school, and there's this book called City Dog Country Frog by Mo Willems, mm-hmm. and um, I actually get a little upset talking about it. <laughs> so it's written by a family, and it's about a dog who goes to the country and visits his frog friend, and then one season he comes back, and the frog's not there, and... Um, it's because the frog has passed away, and so it's like the cycle of life, but there's a different frog there. That sounds like a terrible book. And so when I'm reading it, I, I'll be reading it to, like, third graders, and I'll be like, and then the, the dog comes back, and I've had kids be like, Miss Gretchen, it's okay. I'll take over. Really? Like, no, Your students have yeah. taken over for you? That's sad. Yeah, I just saw the mom in the hallway who gave it to me. She's like, I can't talk about that book. Oh, man. Uh, maybe so steer clear of that book. Yeah, you're teaching kids about grief and the cycle of life, and you're like, oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> it's kind of rough, but it's beautiful. So. I love it. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. Thank you, Gretchen, for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Christy in Mission Viejo. Good morning, Christy. Hello. Hi there. You cried in front of strangers. I did. It was so embarrassing. I was at the grocery store, and I did my shopping, and then I had gone up, and I couldn't find my phone. I went out to my car, looking all over for it, so I'm like, great, it's in the store somewhere. Trace all my steps, couldn't find it. Walked back up to the the checkout lady, and I'm like, did I leave my phone here? I can't find it. She's like, no, but, you know, give us a phone number to call. We'll tell you if we find it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need my phone right now. And she's like, well, everybody needs their phone. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need my phone. I'm having surgery tomorrow, and I just lost it. I started bawling, and she didn't even know what to do. She just stood there looking at me. Like, I can't produce and your I'm... phone just because you need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, But wh- then it was so nice. The guy that was standing there checking out, he had, like, a three- and a five-year-old boys, and he's like, 
give me your phone number. He's like, let's just start walking around and calling it. It's got to be here somewhere. And he did. He, like, walked the entire store with me for, like, 10 minutes. Just kept calling it. His boys were, like, looking around in the produce oh, department nice. for it. That's really nice. And uh, so? Yeah, it was embarrassing. You found it? We did. She's like, I'm calling it right I, now, you idiot. <laughs> well, she bought a new one, I thought. <laughs> but where, where Maybe did she you find a new one? Where did you find well, it? Well, it, we did find it, and uh, it was in the, 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 like, the meat section. Like, I had set it down. In the meat section? Like, in the meat section, yeah. But uh, and then I started crying because I was so happy that he was so helpful, and he's like, "You can stop crying now." I'm like, "No, now I'm crying because I'm just so thankful for you." I mean, this is the ultimate. Wow, not a me cute. Cute. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, oh, oh, file right. Oh, right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it was fine. No, I love that, Allie. Oh, okay, so you, don't take Christy. it back. Doesn't matter. Even, okay, she <laughs> could call back, or we're doing. Would you like to take that back? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Christy, for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, all right, let's go to. Anna in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hello. Going Anna? once, going twice. Is Check Anna? the meat section for your phone. <laughs> Is Anna on the phone? Uh, no. Nope. All right. Aww. Let's go to Eddie in Los Angeles. Good morning, Eddie. Morning, party people. Morning. Hi, Allie. Hey. So you cried in front of strangers. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was more like tears running down my face. So I was there uh, as, at as night. opposed yeah, to crying. It's definitely crying. That's the definition of crying. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was there at no doubts last show at the Rise and Wireless Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've gone to that place for so many years for, you know, all kinds of concerts, including the K-Rock Wingy Rose. Same. And, you know, I've had, and, you know, I've had many memories there, whether it's, you know, getting lucky with girls, having great times with friends or just going nuts in the mosh pit. And, you know, there's just something intimate about being at that venue. And so when I was there at No Doubt's last show, I was actually not even inside. I was outside the venue just hearing the music. What? What? You just from outside? Wait, you didn't go in to see the show? Hello? Check the meat section, Eddie. She was like, oh, are you okay? And we just had this converse, bunch of conversations about the place. And, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, so that, that's the reason why um, at least I, I cried in front of a stranger. Uh, I mean, we missed a lot of the meat of that, unfortunately. But you were outside the venue is the, <laughs> the part I'm focusing on <laughs> because that's super weird. Okay, thank you for calling, though. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dylan, who is calling from Los Angeles. Good morning, Dylan. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good, thank you. Cried in front of strangers. Uh, yeah, this was a couple of years ago. Um, I was on an airplane and uh, I was watching a movie. And I had my headphones on, and nobody else was watching that movie. Right. Because uh, it was The Secret Life of Bees. <laughs> the Secret Life which, of Bees, right. It's a sad movie, right. I, I, was that Queen Latifah and Oprah or something? I, mean, you I can't watched even remember. It, we don't know. <laughs> was it Dylan? <laughs> was it that you couldn't see through your tears? We didn't. Uh, yes. That, that, that is Will Smith uh, is a producer of it. But, yeah, they, they have a, Dakota Fanning's in it. Paul Bettany, Jennifer Hudson. And what's sad Queen about Latifah. it? What's sad about it? Uh, I, I, to be honest, I don't even remember. I was, <laughs> I was watching it, and I started crying, and there was nobody else on the plane watching it because it was one of those, uh, you know, pick-your-own-movies right. on the airplane, sure. and I had my headphones on, and just, I'm just, like, crying in my seat and shaking, and the guy next to me is just looking. I'm 6'1", 220, and they're just like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I couldn't wait to get off that plane, but there was another four <laughs> hours of the flight. <laughs> oh. So you watched it again. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I'm all about them bees. Right, right. sure. Obviously. Sure. Uh-huh. It's Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. LA and OC's alternative rock, K Rock. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jeff Probst mm-hmm. has joined us in studio <laughs> as we talk about kicking off the 40th season. 40th of Survivor. It's nuts. That sounds like a parody. Like they would make that joke on SNL. Oh, the 40th season, but that's the real number. You know, it's funny you say that. We do these film festivals on location where crew members make like three-minute movies. And about 10 years ago, somebody made one. My dad was visiting. They put him in my clothes, and they and they did, I think it was like the 70th season. Sure. And, uh, but it was kind of to your point. It's like, that'll way. never happen. It's on its way. This is the 20-year anniversary of the right. show. Right. Unbelievable. It is. Kevin and Bean at the time yeah. said, you're not going to make it past one season. Well, I've been talking Look. to these guys Look. for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. We did. After the first season, we were like, well, that they can't top that, so that's over. Right. After season one. Right. So we were a little bit off by that. How much of that final episode in season one has played into this folklore? Because it was one of the greatest moments in television yeah. with, I, you know, I wouldn't give you water or whatever it was, right. the Richard Hatch stuff. It was a, a, real, a reality show moment that still hasn't been topped. You know, Rudy, my favorite. I love Rudy. Going to your point. Right, yeah. I, I had a bit of a cough there. Sorry. Um, going to your point. I've never thought about that in that way but you're right i think it was because we wanted rudy to win mm-hmm. right he was a 72 year old navy seal yep. america's Amazing. hero yeah nobody wanted richard hatch yeah. to win yeah mm-hmm. but that moment was so big and turned out to be arguably the best thing that could have ever happened yeah, yeah. it set the tone yeah you can't predict what's gonna happen on this exactly show. Yeah. anybody can win it's incredible does something uh surprise you every single season I just, um, that's a good question. I it, I used to get surprised by the human behavior of it, but sure. now I've realized... Now you're used to it? <laughs> well, now, just, now you know everyone's garbage. <laughs> it's not even that. It's that we aren't that complicated. We, we behave the way we behave because yeah. we think it's the right thing to yeah, do. And then true. we sit at home and go, who does that? That guy does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and is. Um, it has to be crazy to see all of the pe- people that are convinced 1,000% that... They can play this Every game. single person yeah. that we put on the show believes they will win. And and not even just like hopeful. No, certain. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we do this game where when we put our group together, we will have all sorts of little codes of what we think. Like, is this person a likable winner if mm-hmm. they get to the end? But one of the things we look at is who can win. And out of the 20, we usually feel like it's maybe... Eight or ten, really, which tops. is a lot, yeah. Because so the other ten are convinced they're going to win, but you guys are like, "There's no way no that's going to happen." Well, just as a human, you yeah. look at it and go, "I just don't think your personality is going to be the type that, in the end, they will give it to you." So your chances seem to be not that high. We've been wrong, but sure, you've got to be betting with the other producers and everyone. <laughs> like, 
who's going to do it? Not you know, a little gambling going on. No, no, Come no, on. no. I mean, honestly, he doesn't want to be banned from the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know, but we <laughs> survive the Hall of Fame. <laughs> just him and like Pete, Pete Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah. I, in the beginning, yeah. for sure, you'd be like, "This is going to happen." Yeah. But now, I mean, we you have been on twenty know. years. We don't yeah. even care. We're, the format yeah. is. <laughs> No, I mean that. I don't mean that we don't care, but the format of the show is just let them figure it out and let's just tell their story. Let it play out. When you say that for 20 years or so, like when you auditioned for this, like was it ever in your mind that this was going to be the thing that attaches to your name forever? Like this is your obituary term. I hate to bring that up to you. It is. Survivor host. So when I die, it's going to be the tribe has spoken. Probst is gone. He's got it. No worries. Uh, but that is a crazy thought. The thing yeah. you auditioned for this weird reality show will, will is a big defining moment. Yeah. Well, I will say, when I heard the idea, I was driving on the 405 here mm-hmm. in L.A. On uh, Mark Burnett was on a radio show talking about this bizarre idea. I'm going to abandon 16 people and force them to live together and vote <laughs> each other out. Right. I did... I did connect immediately. Really? And yeah, I'm. You I thought that's it. for me? That's for me. All right. That's a cool idea. Wait, as a host or as a contestant? As a host. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if it needed a host, but I just had an agent at the time, and I called and I said, I just heard this guy talking about a show called Survivor. Can you look in to see what that might be? And then I was the first guy Burnett met with, and I we had a two hour interview that he talked Whoa. almost the entire time. <laughs> he didn't and, ask you any questions as those. No. <laughs> Which, if you know Mark, that's not surprising. Of course, yeah, true. <laughs> but at the very end, I saw the clock ticking. I was like, I, d- I have not said a damn word. Mm-hmm. So I had a picture and resume, and I ripped it, and I said, listen, I need to tell you something. Oh, dear. I am not. This a, sounds bad I, already. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a studio guy. I'm a student of the human condition. I'm a writer, and I've been in therapy. I get this show. <laughs> and he goes, eh, very nice to meet you. I was like, really? Oh, oh no. That's it. Nice to meet me. And then it was like five months later Whoa. that I got a call saying it's you and one other guy. And it was and you beat Seacrest. That's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> all that matters. Ryan out there, like getting dirty. That's another thing. The whole dirty thing. Yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah. Why would it, he say makes... that to you? Why would he just dismiss you like that? I don't nice know to because you. then later he said, no. I knew when you left, it was you or That's probably someone so else. So weird. I don't know. Mark's a weird dude, but yeah. changed my whole life. He's one of my yeah. best friends now. He cold called. Yeah, essentially. Oh, That's man. amazing. I do that for every job I want now. <laughs> Hello, amazing. I want to be governor. I don't think it all can happen that way, oh, but right. it did for Jeff. Uh, I read, because I don't watch every season, but I know pop culturally what's going on. Yeah. So I know who Boston Rob is. Right. He is a clear fan favorite. Right. Uh, a name that pops up in reality shows in general. He was supposed to never do this again, and now he's on the new season. Yeah, it's true. Well, he won, and his he met his wife on the show. Mm-hmm. She won, and they got paid, I think, a million dollars by CBS to get married on CBS. So they've made some money wow, off sure. of Survivor. But when we called him, if you know Boston Rob, he is the quintessential blue-collar guy's guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes him because he's funny. He can build a house. He can play poker. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a hot wife and four cool kids. Mm-hmm. But I thought he was going to say no, and and we called him, and, and I said, hey, man, I know, I know, I know the answer is no, but what if we did, like, an all-winter season? And, and he said, let me talk to Amber. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, is and then he, that your Boston? Is that your impression? <laughs> no, it was, it was terrible. Did you talk I to I knew it was wait, bad. Wait, 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 I, I usually do Hold him. on, do it again. I, let me try again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Okay. Let me. Boston God, Rob. It's gone. Boston okay, here we go. Here we go. Let me talk to Amber. Is Arnold, right, is, not very good. Is, is Arnold, is Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger his manager? Or you... He's a little Terminator. Okay. 
Let me talk to Amber. Well, a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not it's much, not though. Good. Not much. In a couple you hours, it. you would get it. I have you lost, lost it. it this yeah. morning. I didn't sleep last night. Oh, Maybe no. that's it. Because I'm I'm so keyed up for the K-Rock interview. <laughs> I just couldn't sleep. But... So focused. All right, we need to take a break. But when we come back, we'll talk about all of the winners mm-hmm. and how the game okay. is going to be played. There's a couple of uh, different rules this season. Maybe the second half of the interview will be better than the first well, half. Well, don't do Boston Rob. Right. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> we'll be right back. K-Rock, LANOC's Alternative Rock. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. And Jeff Probst. Yo. The 40th season of Survivor debuts tonight at 8 on CBS with a two-hour episode. Two of the best hours we've ever done. Would you say that if you were lying? <laughs> he said that every time he's come in. Okay. Well, that might be true. No, you haven't, actually. Because, But this is, without question, going to be the best season we've ever done. It's didn't, that good. Didn't Can't... you say at one point that you would never have a winner's? Yes, because I had talked to these guys over the years, and they anytime somebody wins, they're like, I'm never coming back. I won. Right. I could never win again. Don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what CBS kept saying. They said, let's do an all-winners. And I said, nobody's going to do it. And then this guy, Kelly Call, said, have you called them lately? And I said, I have not. That sounds like a very smart producing <laughs> idea. And one by one, they it's kind of that thing of when you, when you say the words, it's our 40th anniversary. Sure. 20 years. Don't you want to be a part of it? They all... So, Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. If someone hasn't been watching so closely over the past few yeah. seasons, can they just jump in here? Yes. Okay. And I'm I've stopped hyping Survivor in terms of you should watch because we have our audience. But I will say this kids dig Survivor. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year old. <laughs> yeah. If you're a family and for some reason you have not figured this out, it just it connects to them. And you talk to a, when I talk to a kid, they'll go, I know I could do it. Yeah. They're eight years old. By yeah. the way, they probably could. Yeah, they probably could. <laughs> the eight-year-olds probably could. But you don't need to know their backstories. No. You tell it in the Yeah. In the show. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, yeah. this is a great season to either get back in or watch for the first time. And it, it the, the premiere tonight is two hours. They're so packed that if you don't like it after 20 minutes, turn it off. You're never going to like it. This okay. is as good as it gets. Right. And Love it's it. all it's 20 contestants, and they're, they've all won previous right. seasons. Right. One, no, first place. They've all won. They've all won a million dollars. And if you're a Survivor fan, you know that even though it is a game mm-hmm. show, it's actually this ass-kicking, 39-day social experiment, human poker. It just taxes you in every way. So to win is a pretty big accomplishment. You don't get there easily. Right. And you Especially feel against that. other winners. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You really feel in the first few minutes that all 20 of them realize everybody here has done what I've done, and that's going to ratchet up the game. Sure. Anything you can tell us out of the ordinary this season? Uh, in the Boston Rob accent or just as yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I hope Come we can on, understand man. it if he does it. <laughs> no. Well, one of the things that is interesting is that when you play Survivor, you join this Survivor club. Now mm-hmm. you're one of the – and they go to the, all these parties like and charity mm-hmm. events. Yeah. yeah. So some of them have dated. Some oh. of them have become oh. friends. Okay. And now they're on this – show together and everybody knows everybody's connections and so it's a weird meta moment that we've been on so long mm. that personal lives are now yeah. going to play out in the game and if you've been watching Survivor you you know these players and yeah. so you kind of it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff of well you and I played poker together and right. they know that and yeah yeah. Do you have uh, to step it up as far as challenges because they've all they're all winners? Yeah, we're bringing something new into the game which is money, currency. The idea being that at at some point, every society 
has a currency. You mm-hmm. stop bartering and you develop something that we all agree is worth mm-hmm. this this amount. Okay. So we're doing that. We've introduced these things called fire tokens. And and they fire will tokens. really, uh, they're hot when you pick them up. Man. <laughs> sure. But they it really does change the game because now there's money and money's going to change everything. And mm. that's going to usher in a new era of Survivor moving forward where money rules. And they can buy things like a snack, that type they of thing? They could. They could buy an advantage. They have to earn okay. them. Mm. It's it's complicated, but yeah. it's a whole different dynamic. Is okay. Elizabeth Hasselbeck the most famous person to come through Survivor? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. People I mean, forget that that's where her origin's yep. from. Yep. Season two. I didn't or remember be that. very mad at you. Yeah. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second she was, season. She was a standout star in what, like, early second season. She went to, was. Yeah. Yeah. When Elizabeth played in the year 2000, she was this adorable young shoe designer. Mm-hmm. And every guy wanted to date her and every girl wanted to be like her. Yeah. And she... She quickly, you know, sort of got some momentum going and got a career going and obviously has a huge career. Yeah. Whether you agree with her politics or not, it's different. But she was a young girl at that point. Yeah, it's crazy. You would think, I don't know, I guess I would would think other people have come through to do entertainment, but I'm not sure a lot of them have really tried. Well, I think what it's... In the very beginning, there was this whole idea, oh, these guys are all going to be stars. They'll become famous for other things than Survivor? Yes, but I think what what people realize very quickly is... Like you guys, to host a morning show, radio show, it, it takes more than just, you know, having some charisma. It's a whole different thing. And Hold I think on, that's... I'm taking notes. I need to know this too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, no, you're just right. because you're it's famous easy, or yeah. you were funny on a show doesn't mean you can run a show or doesn't mean you can yeah, carry they're something. Skills. Yeah, they're yeah. different skills. Yeah, they're different skills. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see when that. When you guys can... hear those pauses... Like like a little momentary pause. Mm-hmm. Does any part of your brain go, somebody talk? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Because I felt it, and I felt like <laughs> right I should then? say something. Yes. You jumped oh, in and saved we us? We should have like, We should have just... Oh, no. We should have let, let, let it sit. Oh, I would have loved it. Right? I love those uncomfortable <laughs> moments. Yes. Oh, it would have been great. You could have suckered me. And this is $2 million this season. $2 million. No. That's, yes. That's the most you've ever given out. Yes, and it's a lot know. of money. That's great. That's incredible. Oh, the pressure million for $2 million. It's For 39 huge. days. It is a lot of dough. Wow. Do people, like, compared to past seasons, do you think that it's been amped up as to what people will do because it's more money? No, nah, it's okay. a pretty much hardcore game. Oh, anyway, people play mm. very, very, very hard. Mm. And yeah. especially these people who won former seasons, of course. Yeah. Maybe they play the hardest. Yeah. Survivor is just a, it's a really, it, it's just really cool <laughs> adventure where you're living in a jungle for real yeah with the rain and rats trying to survive on a little bit of rice or maybe you can catch a fish and then you're playing this human game of poker right that you're man- maneuvering and cajoling and persuading and lying and al- and then aligning with somebody and then betraying them for 39 days 24 hours uh, every day and it's it's Exhausting, and when the season is over, so bad at this. No, this is the worst. I mean, you know how soft my hands are. This is not for me. (laughs) This is not my game. This is not my game. Do we want to do sixty seconds? Yeah, do it. Should do you know what this is? I'm going to just ask you some questions. Top of mind, you got it. What's your answer? Sixty seconds with Jeff Jeff Probst. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which would you choose? Sopranos. If you could know when you're going to die and how you're going to die, would you want to know? Mm, It's a hot dog a sandwich. No. Mm. Do you think it's weird that Tarzan has no beard? Yes. Right? It's and insane. Never thought of and that. He's an expert. Yeah. He's an expert. Right? Yeah. What's yeah. he shaving with out there? Right. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Uh, the raccoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Twizzlers yeah. or red vines? 
Twizzlers, and please don't tell me red vines That's are the worst. Oh Twizzlers. Yes. Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Get Should we finish? Red vines are better. Should we even finish? Did you have a nickname growing up? Portable Probst. Hmm. Why? Yeah, I, I know. And Paps Blue Ribbon, because I grew up in Wichita. Our imagination was limited, and I was the shortest guy in school until like seventh approach. grade. Mm. Yeah, and then I grew to a whopping five ten. <laughs> Dog kisses on the mouth. Yes or no? God no. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah! I mean, other than the Twizzler. I mean, other Jesus. than the Twizzler thing. You know, I get into this all the time, part. the Twizzler thing. That's what I want. When I'm on the plane, which is when I eat Twizzlers, I don't want red vines. In a movie, though? Yeah, in a movie. Not some popcorn, some, some milk duds, sorry. junior mints. Sorry, well, you gotta go. Now I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on oh, again. Love the Two-hour episode premieres tonight, uh, 8 p.m. CBS. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Jeff promises his two best hours of this show yes. ever. Right. It's so good. And All portable right. probes would not lie to us. That's correct. Not. <laughs> not if not, I'll come back here and clean your studio tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> this is Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. You know, I find that hard to believe. 106.7 K-Rock QFM. Allie is here for a final look at what's happening. I feel like yesterday was all news catering to me mm-hmm. is essentially what was happening. So you've got the huge concert happening May 2nd, the Cruel World Fest set to take place again May 2nd at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Ah, here's the lineup, you guys. Just, again, this is news for me. Mm-hmm. And anyone... It's a show for Ellen. And anyone with taste. Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Echo and the Bunnymen, the Psychedelic Furs, Violent Femmes, The Church, English Beat, P.I.L., Gary Newman, She Wants Revenge, Gene Loves Jezebel, Berlin, Missing Persons. There are about 20 more names I haven't said. That's enough with that. Stop right there. I will stop right there because you're saying to yourself, uh, how do I get tickets? Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February 14th at noon. But there's a pre-sale starting tomorrow at noon as well. Fans can register for a pre-sale code via the festival's website. But again, big happenings going down on May 2nd, you guys. It's a cool festival. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. A new one-day festival. It's like they, they know. They're like, Allie, what do you want? And then... Everyone but Morrissey. But the rest, (laughs) I am so in. And it's being put on by Golden Voice. They put on Coachella. They put on Stagecoach. They know what they're doing. Knock, knock. Who's there? Morrissey. Morrissey who? Open the door. He's not there. Oh, because he canceled? Yep. Okay. That's the joke. All right. Got it. That is a man playing a PVC pipe, everybody. Jensen found the Armenian comedian clips. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Guy. We move on to amazing news for Allie number two. All right. So we did a segment um, about a month ago where we talked about our favorite movies that have extremely low Rotten Tomato scores, mm-hmm. which a lot of those movies are in Kevin's wheelhouse. Those are his favorite movies. I mean, movies. 18 to 30, 30. 18, 18 to, 30, to 30. Sort of my wheelhouse. Is sure. where you're at. Yeah. And then we were shocked because your choice was a much higher number than mine. Mm-hmm. Jensen, your choice was... Speed Racer was in the uh, early 50s. Early 50s. Then I got to my choice, which was P.S. I Love You, and a shocking 25% on I Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that's beyond an F. That's like, I, mean, uh, I think you get 10 just for having credits. Listen, Being just by focus, signing your name. Like focus, another you one. Two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then that wouldn't really explain why P.S. I Love You is finally getting a sequel. 
Yay! Yay! You guys! That's such good news. Yay! And they've acquired the film rights to Postscript. It's the follow-up novel to P.S. I Love You. Here's where they're going to take it. They're going to find her story, Holly, played by Hilary Swank, seven years after her husband's death when Holly's sister asked her to tell the story of P.S. I Love You letters on her podcast. Totally timely. She has Not interested. Oh, come on. By the way, uh, do you want to know how much that movie made in 2007? Please. $156 million. Wow. So Rotten Tomatoes, you can take your 25% and suck it. <laughs> um, well, a lot of famous people in that movie, right? Uh, yeah. Lisa Kudrow. She was in it. Uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Gerard Dean. Butler. A lot of people. They're going to get most yeah. of them coming back. I think. I would. I would hope Ghost Gerard Butler comes back. Right. Well, they'll Spoiler do flashbacks alert. or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Shut up, mugs. <laughs> mugs. Honestly, I can feel you yeah. wanting to oh, say yeah. something. Definitely. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? Nothing at all. <laughs> that's honestly that's, that's okay. the most common answer right. he's ever said. Wow. That, that if you ask him at any point, honesty. that's usually his answer. I did not see that coming. I really didn't. Did any of you watch "To All the Boys I've Loved Before" when it came out on Netflix? No, I, I don't mean, think so. I just looked at Jessica. No idea. She, biggest <laughs> smile course. broke out and just saying, "Yeah," because it was on. Yep. It no, it is it it blew people out of the water. People loved this movie. It was a rom com. It was very sweet. Why do you keep talking about movies we've never heard of? Well, a lot of people have heard of this one because right. it was huge on Netflix. Yeah, like De- people- Destiny and you, yeah. Destiny, you watch that show where people meet when they dance for the first time. That's the... Flirty Dancing. Flirty yeah. Dancing. Flirty like Dancing, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, definitely. You guys are in good company. This uh, <laughs> movie did gangbuster numbers on Netflix. Right. Now, when I tell you the second part of the story, you're going to say that can't be true. There's a sequel. Well, no, there is a sequel. It's out today. And Netflix is making it available to everyone. You don't even need a Netflix account to watch it. What? So you might be saying, well, then why would they do that? Great question. It's just because they love love. I've said that about Netflix before. Hmm. They love love. Hmm. So you can watch it. Non-subscribers can watch this, I think, through, like, March or something. I might have made that up. Through March oh, see, 9th. This is March a Valentine's 9th. Day promo kind exactly. of thing. Got it. Okay. Exactly. Got it. They love love at Netflix. So you can watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before, the sequel starting today, even if you don't have Netflix. And then you're going to watch it and go, why don't I have Netflix? Why do I live it. under a rock? Right. And then you buy it, and then Netflix is like, <laughs> suckers. And they're smart. Just you and Destiny, huh? Watching these rom coms. I give a call right now. Nope. Don't if call. You were, no? calls. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. We're good. I brought this story up earlier, and I really feel like it needs to be mentioned. Valentine's Day is Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are going to make your man, or your man is going to make your lady, whatever, you're going to make a meal for your loved one. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're not great in the kitchen. Maybe you're borderline horrible in the kitchen. Don't worry. As long as you set the tone with lighting and a tablecloth, that's going to trick them into thinking it's better because they did research and they found people who ate the same food in different settings rated the food as better quality and less salty when they ate it in a room with lights dimmed and a tablecloth. Lights dimmed so table. that you can't see the food because it's nasty looking? Mostly. Okay. I mean, it's not about your plating, 
But I thought that was so interesting. If it's a nice kind of ambiance, your brain tricks you into thinking the food is better than it is. I smell like beef, of course. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's weird. That's a strange thing. Mm. So what you're thinking is Mm -hmm. the more you you manipulate someone to think you're doing well, they're going to think you're doing well. Yeah. That is what she said. Good to know for relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's good advice. Have you ever gone on a date where, like, full lights? No. You go somewhere sort of dark. Yeah, club lighting. Club lighting, yeah. lighting. That type of thing. Lie to them up, up front. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you've got your little chicken cutlet cutouts in your bra. Mm. You take those bad boys out, and they're like, wait, are you a dude? And you're like, no, I'm just a girl with small breasts. Chicken! That type of thing. Wow. Listen, we've got a, a lot of tricks. Right it's what we do, and you guys fall for it every time. You want right. to know why? You're not bright. You're not bright. What if you eat a really expensive meal in a terrible setting? Just an awful, like, a, a war zone. Beautiful steak. I'm and- sorry, a in war the- zone. A war zone was his example. <laughs> if you want to create a war zone. It's Valentine's Day, baby. You know where we're going. What the Darfur. hell? <laughs> Let's go. <sighs> yeah, what if? Um, that's war a great zone. question, Muggs. Uh, yeah, this, this Valentine's Day, we're going to Kuwait, and I'm I'm bringing nice food with me. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, are, you are a gift. Thank you. You better really mention are. somebody on that birthday list that you haven't been. Oh. She's not even at birthdays yet. She's going. I look, She's I'm looking look, at I'm it. looking at her looking at birthdays. Okay. Who can it be? Josh Brolin. I've mentioned him. Yeah, yeah, Marcinio Hall. Mentioned him. <laughs> Again. Stop. stop doing that. Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Mike Posner. Yep. And somebody else on that list that you haven't. Oh. I can't forget. I keep forgetting. <laughs> We're not in love anymore. I keep forgetting that I'll never be the same again. It, it's Michael McDonald's birthday? That is. Except it's Michael McDonald from Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh. It's not, but I think it was. That would have been awesome. <laughs> 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 Thanks for your input, Mugs. <laughs> that was, holy moly, that was good. <laughs> it was quite the journey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's happening. Mugs, where are you going? I will be at Del Taco at 10644 Alondra Boulevard in Norwalk today. We are giving away free. K-Rock Storm's Bear Mountain Lift tickets to the first 50 people in line. That is, of course, going to be on February 29th with Lovely the Band. So the first 50 people in line will get those lift tickets and also some free chicken tacos, maybe. Mm. Just get delivery right there. (laughs) Thank you, Muggs. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness and the SoCal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. Knock, knock. An all-new show, uh, What's Up in Florida? <laughs> Dr. Drew is on the program tomorrow. And more t- tickets to see the 1975 at the Forum or at the Five Point Amphitheater and qualify to see him in Madrid, Spain. Yeah. Tomorrow morning. Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen on K-Rock, L.A. and O.C.'s Alternative Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.